Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Happy Thursday, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, every day we like to start the show with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know. It's the three at 12 out three. Oh my God. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. The first thing we think you need to hear to be in the know today. Uh, apparently, Amazon has decided that we will believe the news that our Amazon Echo uh, tells us if Alexa has more of a newscaster voice. And so big news in the tech world, they've given Alexa a new newscaster voice. I want you to listen to this and tell me, A, does it sound like an actual newscaster? And B, does it sound any different from your regular oh, Alexa? Okay. Still sounds like a robot how, and does not sound like a newscaster. How often do you ask Alexa about those stories? You know, those dumb stories that come up like, ask Alexa about the owl incident. Never. Yeah. Almost never. Rarely have... Do I ever, you know, I use her for other things. Um, What's your favorite thing? Well, my favorite thing to do. Did I tell you even that I got one? I knew that you did. You had said something about it at one point, but my kid. Okay. Well, my kids love to say, Alexa, I farted. And then she, of course, has a witty response for that. And then a round of applause. So try that. That's fun. We also enjoy asking for a fart because then she will also do that. We're very juvenile, but I like to use her for music, and I like to know what the weather you know what is. The best thing, my favorite thing in our family is, and by that I mean Jamie and I. What's your favorite um, thing in your whole family? In my whole family is to make lists. Oh yeah! Oh my god, that is nice. Because then I go to my phone when I'm at the store, and literally, I just I don't have because I used to have to take a picture yeah. of the list, and then I'd forget to take a picture yeah. of the list, and then Jamie would send me a picture of the list. This way, he can add things to the list. Mm-hmm. Um, I can add things to the list. I can remove things and bring them back on the list. Okay. You just reminded me my favorite thing to use Alexa for. And I don't know if people realize that you can do this. We use her as a family intercom. Hmm. So each of my kids has a little one in their room. Yeah. And we have one in our basement too, where the kids sometimes hang out. And rather than me running around the house, yelling for people, going cats, I just go drop into the basement. And then Okay, I have a question. And then I can hear them. I have a question because we got, my mom uh, got us that, it's the Echo Show one with the picture. Yeah. It's the old one, not the new one. I was a little miffed, but whatever. But it's still a beautiful thing. Um, Thank you for the gift, Mom. Um, But the question I was going to ask is, can I just like talk to her thing? I think so. I mean... can I drop Tell me in more about that. on my mom's oh, I think show you can. and be like, hi? Yes, there is a way to do that. You can 
um, connect to other people through the app. I just haven't tried that yeah, yet. Yeah, you totally can drop in on her. I That part feels a little awkward to me. And like, can I see her? Because we both have the show ones. I don't know. See, I don't have a show. You have. You are fancy. I got the first edition. Yeah, well, I don't have. So we can't see I waited anybody. forever because honestly, I will tell you, I, I love gadgets and I kept wanting to buy one. And it was one of those things where it's like, I really want to buy one, but I'm not sure that I, I don't think I actually need it. Uh-huh. And honestly, just... Uh, for the purposes of making lists, it paid for itself, which it was a gift, so it didn't cost anything. But to me, that's where I was like, okay, we will actually use, use this. that part. Yeah. And then I use it to just listen to the radio. Yeah. You also can, like, I will be driving if I want to talk to my family and I know they're all sitting in the living room. I will drive through the app. I can drop into our house. Oh, that's creepy. It's awesome. I love it. All right. On that note, Big Brother is watching. Let's move on to the second we thing. door number two. Let's see what we've got. The next thing we think you need to hear to be in the know is this. So Jimmy Fallon is in Puerto Rico with Lin-Manuel Miranda because yep. they have brought uh, they have brought Hamilton to Puerto Rico. And last night uh, they opened the Jim- Jimmy Fallon show. Was that last night or was that two nights ago? Uh, yeah, it was two nights ago and we didn't, I didn't see this and it's amazing. So the cast of Hamilton with Lin-Manuel Miranda, they are singing one of the very popular songs from the show and then Jimmy Fallon joins in and then it slowly turns into the open of the Tonight Show. Here it is. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, that's, uh, I just, Jimmy Fallon is just getting to do all the fun things we wish we could do with No kidding. So he's living the life we all wish we could. And then it makes me a little bit like, because he also can sing. He's also like a talented musical person. How dare he? (sighs) He has everything. Anyway. In Puerto Rico, nonetheless. No kidding. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Mm -mm -mm. Dr. Pepper's making me horny. But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the third thing you need to hear to get about your uh, day today on the Colleen and Bradley show. Jillian Michaels is clapping back, as the kids say, Mm. against Al Roker and others who got mad at her for talking smack about the keto diet. Ooh, it's a he said, she said, but we'll get to how it all played out. But I want you to listen to the latest uh, back and forth. This is keto gate, keto gate. This is Jillian Michaels responding to Al Roker, responding to Jillian Michaels about um, he's on the keto. He loves the keto. She hates it. That's all you need to know. Let's listen. Listen. And what I love is that she's like the adult. So what you don't what you may not know, because Colleen, I think you were gone when this all went down. So I've seen like headlines about it, but I don't know what happened. So um, she did an interview and she was just being thoughtful about um, her feelings on the keto diet. And she was sort of speaking off the cuff and was like, I think it's a bad idea. I think it's horrible. I don't know why anybody would do it. And then she goes on to elicit or illustrate why. And based again in science, like, you know, um, Sure, there might be some short-term benefits, but there are a number of things that, you know, are not good. And I don't want to get into those right now, um, although we could. But at the end of the day, she that's what happened. Yeah. Al Roker didn't like that. And he responded with, by tweet saying, so Jillian Michaels says keto is a bad idea. This from a woman who promoted on-camera bullying, deprivation, manipulation, and more weekly in the name of weight loss. Now those sound like bad ideas. In wow, response. how juvenile well and you get that he's probably starving a little bit because he's on keto himself he's a little and angry I'm, I'm yeah please don't send emails i'm just making a joke um 
But he he came back like kind of forcefully, right? Well, apparently the two and also meanwhile, Andy Cohen is out there bashing her because apparently they've got some beef because she called him out. See, it gets real juicy. So Andy Cohen, uh-huh. who has been known to be kind of a Z bag on occasion, yeah. um, he didn't take kindly to Jillian Michaels talking about how he's like why she smack talked Real Housewives. She's like, why anybody would watch that is beyond me. You know, the man who's who does this clearly hates women, blah, blah, blah. So she had some things. So then he takes a shot at her comments about the keto diet. And he's like, I have some friends on keto and they they think she's a bad idea or something. So, again, responding to her criticism. Oh, my gosh. This is ridiculous. So then after Al Roker does his thing, they apparently did an email exchange back and forth. And she was just like, what? seriously. And then she recorded this particular yeah. video. I just like, I don't understand this. When a person who has made their life's work, diet and exercise, yeah. who probably exhaustively researches yeah. all different types of nutritional and exercise science. Mm-hmm. And the person who's just enjoys the diet. Yeah. Takes it personally. Yeah. It's not a personal attack of Al Roker. Yeah. She didn't go after Al Roker and personally. And what he ended up doing because he couldn't defend the diet with any kind of scientific depth is he just takes a pot shot at her. Yeah. And look. It's so ridiculous. We've, you know, we probably have done that. Like, I could see us totally being like, this coming from a woman who blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Sure. But but then you would recognize that you were being a D-bag and yeah. that you would go back and be like, oh, look, Jillian, I'm sorry. I just feel very strongly about what I'm doing. He's not going to have a conversation her with uh, with her about the science about it because She's obviously coming from a place of knowing Mm -hmm. he has a personal experience, which again, like we've talked about this a number of times, if it works for you, great. Yeah. But like if it works for you and the benefit of that is that you will smack talk people who don't agree with you, perhaps you need like it's working. (laughs) I feel like maybe it's not working or maybe. You know, this goes deeper than just a particular way of eating. Maybe you might want to take a holistic approach to your personal yeah health and wellness and she i do get though that she is one of those people who says things you know she's like one of those people and you and i know those people who say things we know people who say things and you're like i don't i don't think you meant that to come out the way it did because you sound like a d-bag yeah and i'm just gonna give you the benefit of the doubt she has a way of just speaking that's kind of like oh yeah oh yeah it almost sounds jarring yes um and sometimes she does just kind of shoot from the hip and and say things that are a little bit jarring. Yeah. Um. But this is like again not attacking Al Roker as no, a human she person. No. Just this saying, coming from a woman who blah blah blah. Also, is um is Al Roker like on the payroll of like the Keto Society of America? I don't know, but it got real petty. Real I love quick. it. Okay, well I'm for it. All right. Uh, and also, I just wrote down the name of her book. I think I might purchase the it. The Six Keys. The Six Keys. Yeah. I like the fact that she dropped in telomeres because, you know, telomeres, those are those things that you have that the shorter they are, mm-hmm. I think the less, less you're, you're going like to It's like age. Yeah, you yeah. want long telomeres. I've always admired your long telomeres. Have you? I can't yeah. even see mine from well, where I am. They're very long. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when we come back.
Uh, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived with all the dirt from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello. It's a couple's edition of the dirt alert, guys. Good afternoon. Every story that I have for you revolves some sort of relationship or former relationship. So we're going to start with Taylor Swift and her boyfriend, Joe Alwyn. And uh, he is wishing that everybody wouldn't get so upset about how much he likes to be private when it comes to his relationships in general, and particularly his relationship with Taylor Swift. So he did an interview. He's an actor. He's a British actor. And he is in the movie The Favorite. And he says he doesn't think that there is anything weird about the fact that he doesn't want to have his personal life in the spotlight. He says, I don't think more than anyone else. I don't think anyone you meet on the streets would just spill their guts out to you. Therefore, why should I? He clearly hasn't listened to this radio station. Mm -hmm. And then that is defined as being strangely private. Fine, but I don't think it is. I think it's normal. They have been uh, dating for a couple of years now. I mean, they've been dating for a while and you just don't hear anything about them. And I think this is probably good for Taylor Swift. Isn't it weird, though, like that she was dating everyone for like five minutes and then she stopped dating anyone after Tom Hiddleston, I think, was like, which was a fake relationship, right? right? And then all of a sudden, the next person she's dating, it's like forever and they don't ever show up in public. Mm -hmm. Like that seems a little too well-timed, but also... I would like to point out that talking about how you don't talk about your relationship is talking about your relationship, and that will still get column inches ding, 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 and true. get you in headlines. I guess that's an easier way of getting talked about without actually having to be in the spotlight. Right. Yeah, and then gift. the conversation becomes, why don't you talk about your relationship? Well, here's why I don't talk about my relationship that I'm telling you about the relationship without telling you about the relationship. <laughs> and now you're going to write a whole bunch of stories about me and Joe Alwyn and Taylor Swift, who we call, by the way, Swalwin on our show good are going to be all over about how they don't talk about how the, what they don't talk about which is their relationship you could also just call them toe taylor and joe actually that's good <laughs> toe. didn't taylor swift seem so uncomfortable and awkward at the golden globes that was the most uncomfortable i've seen her she always has like a little bit of an awkward tinge, I which wonder, I enjoy, but I don't know. There's something going on. Yeah, I just, she's, she's having a transformation. I will say this. I don't think many people gave the Reputation album as much time as they should have because it's really good and I really listen good. to it all the time. Really, really good. Um, Sorry. Catherine McPhee clapping back at a troll who called her. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
her fiance, David Foster, her geriatric love. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's kind of funny. It is kind She's of. She's 34 and he's 69. You've yeah. got to have a sense of humor about over, that. I, mean, I am sorry. I'm not sorry. When it's over 30 years, we're allowed. You and Literally, you when it's over to, 20 years, we're allowed. You have still. to be. You have to have a sense of humor about that. I know you do. Because okay. it will not stop. And here's what Catherine McPhee said. It's pretty funny. This Somebody tweeted to her, is anyone else totally disturbed by Catherine McPhee and her geriatric love? Hashtag daddy issues. I don't like that term, but whatever. And then uh, Catherine McPhee clapped back. Oh, I love that Demi Lovato song referring to Demi Lovato song from 2017, Daddy Issues. And then um, her co-star got into it, too. Anyway, that was a whole nother thing. But it was very funny. And I think she handled it well. Mm -hmm. You have to make a comment about it. This is true. But you should still have a sense of humor about it. I mean, the more sense of humor is the fact that David, this is going to be his fifth marriage. I mean, that's. That's even more interesting because him being with someone who's 34 is a cliche. That's just the way that it goes. But the fifth, fifth time. How does that, like what is, what is that about? Do you think, is that about someone who can't be alone? He can't be alone. He's a serial monogamist who can't be alone. And he likes the idea of being married. And also, but he likes himself so much Mm -hmm. that he's not a good person to be married to. I think about somebody who, well, I can't think of somebody that's 35 or whatever years younger than me because that would be illegal. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, thank God. I think, I hope, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't want to be. be that old. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're not that old. Yeah. Bradley, that would, that's, yes. But when I'm in that position, what I'm saying is, like, I just can't imagine other than, I'm sorry, sex, why you'd want to be with someone that young because I just feel like your interests would be totally different. And I know that's yeah. that's judgy. It's no, it's judgy. not. I mean, I think there is a time as you get older that the years don't matter as much, right? I mean, I'm 37. Yeah. I can easily be friends with a 27-year-old, sure. a 47-year-old, and a 57-year-old, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you can have those sure. friendship relationships and not really feel like you feel like you're in different places in life, but you can feel like you have a lot of common interests. Right. I think and there you stop is, paying attention to the age. You stop paying attention to it. But there is, a, you know, for me, it was always like, I always thought I would never date anyone who was closer in age to my parents than they were to me. I mean, if you are dating someone who is 34 years older than you, for me, that would be 10 years older than my father. Uh-huh. That is very strange yeah. to me. Yeah. I mean, that's like. But maybe, you know, maybe f- for the benefit of the doubt, there's just there are people who <laughs> can't relate to who are totally fine with it. Well, sure. And some people are old souls. So, I mean, you know, some people who like have a large age difference, but maybe you might think he has a really young personality or she does. And then the opposite other person has a really like old soul and then they kind of meet in the middle. And that's always a wonderful little fit. Mm-hmm. I don't know, guys. Nina Dobrev is defending her friendship with her ex Ian Summerhalder and wife Nikki Reed, saying it's not weird. They go to dinner time to time and they just love it. Okay, well, it's peace and harmony in the ex world. Congrats. I prefer to not I to really speak love to those all people. this harmony people are having with their exes. <laughs> so special. <laughs> thank you, Elizabeth. Can't take a lesson from it's that. so true. Uh, thank you, Elizabeth Reese. We need somebody to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And it's our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who 
who's on the phone today, Curleen? We've got Julie on the line. And Bradley, what is Julie talking to you about? Julie is talking <laughs> to, to me win? about... <laughs> To win uh, a pair of tickets to see the kid who would be king AMC Southdale in Edina, January 19th at 10 a.m. Are you ready, Julie, Julie, Bobuli? Yes, I am, Bradley. Okay, here we go. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Miley Cyrus starred in the title role of what Disney show? Hannah Montana. Harley Quinn is the accomplice and lover of which DC villain? Oh, I don't know. Pass. Who played chimney sweep Bert in the original Mary Poppins? Uh, Dick Van Dyke. Invasion of Privacy is the debut album of which hip hop star? Oh, I don't know. I'm guessing R. Kelly. Nope. Who created Mickey Mouse? Walt Disney. Harley Quinn is the accomplice and lover of which DC comic book? Bill and oh, I'm sorry, Julie. I'm so sorry you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. 30. Uh, but you can try again tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230. Let's get those answers that Julie did not get. Harley Quinn, the accomplice and lover of which DC comic book character? The Joker. And Invasion de Privacy is the debut album of which hip-hop star? Cardi B. However, I will say that R. Kelly was a good guess because... Yeah. You know, gross. Yeah. All Invasion right. of privacy. Yeah. Invasion of more than privacy. Exactly. Uh, now that we've played that 30 second pop culture challenge, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our first little nugget of gossip from crazydaysandnights.net comes to us courtesy of NT Lawyer, as always, but it has to do with a project from a streaming service. Okay. A project from a streaming service, the subject of the following blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. The federal government is financially backing an entire project for this streaming service just to get people to come around to this new branch of government. Yes, it is a sitcom, but the government is the one who made sure the series got a green light. Oh, Space Force? That makes perfect sense. What, what? is it? Who's the streaming service? That's What is that one? Netflix. Oh, is it? The show is so going to be on Netflix. I am, my mind is blowing up. Can you please read all that, all them words together again? Sure can. The federal government is financially backing Space Force on Netflix just to get people to come around to this idea of a new branch of government called the Space Force. Yes, it's a sitcom, but the government is the one who made sure that Space Force got a green light. Oh now I want to make does the government a TV have any... show about the government funding a TV show to get the people of America. The government to do their job. Sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this wow. isn't new. Remember. Is that what you were implying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Right. Wait, I have a question, though. Who's behind? I just slobbered on myself yelling. Um, I apologize. Do you smell toast? <laughs> no toast. Who... Is behind this. There's an actor, a big actor, who's behind the production of this particular series. Yes, it would be Steve Carell. Steve Carell. And he's teaming up with Greg Daniels. The last time they teamed up together was for the U.S. version of The Office. Also paid for by the government. <laughs> yes. I'm still confused as to why the... <laughs> how did the government, like, oh, we're just going to write a check, which I don't know how they do that because they don't write a check for anything these days. 
Oh, Bradley, if you read uh, crazydaysandnights.net and you read other wonderful conspiratorial angled uh, uh, websites on the Internet, it's that the government has a lot to do with many of your favorite film and television projects that they give special access. They give funds. Remember the blind item that basically said that the government will give Steven Spielberg access to whatever he wants as long as he doesn't release the videos of the aliens that he has? I don't know. Was Bradley here for this? Oh, oh, yeah. Crazy Days and Nights. NT Lawyer, who writes these blind items, basically said that Steven Spielberg has empirical evidence that there are, there is, that aliens are real. And they are basically paying him to be quiet about it. Well, they've made a deal saying, hey, Steven, we know you have this footage. So as long as you keep that under wraps, we'll give you anything that you want. Well, then how do we know? NT lawyer knows all. <laughs> I mean, I want to believe. Uh, yes. The, the truth, truth is, is out there. there. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Oh, our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with a half dollar rapper. Oh, okay, well, there you go. And an illiterate talk show host. Ooh. Two people to think about. In Two this. quarters. That's right. Mm. Or 10 dimes. Yeah. 20 or, nickels. Exactly. 50 pennies. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Here you go. The half dollar rapper has been warned here before. Now it may be over. The illiterate talk show host started leaking what she has on the rapper and it would be, it will be the end of his career. He just won't stop piling on, piling it on. And now it is going to cost him. Okay. He has been piling it on. So this is 50 cent. And is that illiterate talk show host Wendy, Wendy Williams. Williams? So I don't know. Is there a story that goes along with this? Yeah, because he's done this. This is there. The story this week, I think, was like the second time we've heard about him trash talking Wendy Williams. I mean, he's done it actually a lot more than that, but uh-huh. at least twice. Yes. Huh. Okay, fill in the blanks there, Hoss. Okay. 50 Cent has been warned here before. Now it may be over. Wendy Williams started leaking what she has on 50 Cent, and it will be the end of his career. 50 Cent just wouldn't stop piling it on, and now it is going to cost him. It's probably going to cost him more than 50 cents. What does, I mean, what, what, what she must have, what would ruin his career, I guess is what I'm saying, that she has on him? You know, it's got to be pretty big. It has to be pretty substantial. I'm not sure exactly what that dirt is, but, but we'll find out. Probably. We'll find out. Colleen, can you take a big whiff? Uh-oh. Oh, you can't smell anything. Not really. Holly, can you smell? Well, I can't. Is there smell toast? You. No, literally, I smell toast. <laughs> Stop. You've been making fun of it all, but I swear no. somebody's making toast. Okay, well, 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 I wish you could smell it. Okay. Are you sure, or is it that you're smelling? Toast? Okay, yeah, no, I think I'm smelling toast. Um, I I'm curious. Do we have we looked up to see? Because the latest thing, you know, what the latest thing he said about her was? No, that she looks like ET. What? On earth. He posted a photo, seriously. A side by side. On his insties. Of Wendy Williams and Eat. That is so mean. Rude. I mean, it's really mean. Okay. <sighs> we'll, we'll move on. Why would he do that? Because he's rude. Mm hmm. Okay. No. To our next blind item from Crazy Days and Nights.net. It has to do with a a literate former actress turned a list celebrity. 
You, you smell some things over there, no, Bradley? Still? Bradley keeps on showing me different comparisons of Wendy Williams in there. No, but they're all 50 cent. He's posting these heinous photos anyway. Go on. He's a troll. Yeah, he's Rude. a troll. Here's your next blind item. There is now a minimum requirement of five to seven puff pieces per day praising the illiterate former actress turned A-list celebrity. I wonder how all of that will play out when the former husband decides to sell the wedding reception video that is being fought about behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Think about it. People magazine. Think about it. Uh, the, I mean, I- oh, Meghan Markle. Yeah. Uh, and of course, it's Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Nope, nope, wait, hold on. What? No. Okay. Her ex-husband. Megan oh, Markle's her ex-husband. ex-husband. Oh, got it. Okay. Yes, let me fill in the blanks okay. for you. So there's now a minimum requirement of five to seven puff pieces per day praising Megan Markle. Now, a lot of those on people.com, probably others in other publications, other articles. I wonder how all of that will play out when her former husband decides to sell the wedding reception video that is being fought about behind the scenes. So what does that mean? Like there was some nastiness going there, on? I saw some article at some point about like the drugs that she bought for her wedding party and yes things probably got a little sassy at the wedding reception her ex-husband Trevor Trevor Engelson they were married from 2011 to 2013 and allegedly he's shopping around their wedding reception video to the highest bidder Um, was he invited to the wedding I don't think so. Probably not. I'm gonna I, guess for some reason, no. I felt like maybe he was, and it was an attempt to sort of keep him quiet. No, he got married uh, to a new woman in October, so I think he has he's moved, moved on. on. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but not enough. He still wants to cash in. Well, I mean, duh. Well, it says here's an article from the Mirror uh, in May. Um, please click on all these dumb things so you can read the article. Forget that noise. Meghan Markle's first wedding, four days of partying, a bikini clad, something, something. I can't read the rest because of ads, but yeah. So this is obviously like a thing thing. that's been circulating. And now obviously people magazine has some sort of agreement where they're trying to throw out the good, you know, put the good press out there to overcome all of that business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you for those juicy blind items, Holly Roberts. You're welcome. When we come back, have you guys watched The Masked Singer yet? No. I have only watched but the first episode, and I did not think it was bad. But now everybody is talking about The Masked Singer. I think we need to get on board. talking about it. I will tell you why. Are you still smelling toast? No, I actually do. I want you to go in the hallway and smell it. Okay. After this on My Talk 1071. Okay, you guys, I think that we need to all commit to being... 100% in on Fox's show, The Masked Singer. Really? Why? Well, I'm going to tell you on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And um, I watched only the first episode of this, kind of half watched it. My husband was watching it. Yeah. And I was surprised that it wasn't terrible. So this is called, it's a show called The Masked Singer. And this is a, a reality competition singing series. Yep. It's hosted by Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the gist of the of the movie, or the show. The movie. The movie. Here's the gist of the show. A bunch of celebrities are in costumes and masks, and they perform a song for judges. Okay. 
And the judge's only job, really, is to try to figure out who they are. Now, every week, they all perform, and then... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The audience votes on who was the best and who was the worst. You know, they give them scores. Yep. The lowest scoring two then face off in a challenge, and the one that loses ends up having to be unmasked so the audience votes does that mean that like the people watching get to vote too or it's just the people in the studio um so well the first week the one that i watched it was the it was just the people who were there okay um but this is a good question and i'm looking at like a rudimentary description of it um it doesn't i don't know i don't know but the audience yeah live audience vote okay so i suppose that does mean that you can call in yeah, yeah, and the audience like, there. Yeah, the it's like, yeah, exactly. So you participate in the whole thing, um, and then, um, and then that panel of judges they will g- try to guess. But each week, they give a clue about each one of the masked people. So it's almost like two competitions are going on simultaneously, because I think that if the panel accurately guesses, then there's some sort of process of elimination also how do they just start guessing like just randomly they get one guess or like what's the deal they're so, like are you bob mccracken are you shirley temple jones pretty much like so they'll give okay so they'll give they get clues throughout and then when they are like at the bottom they go through the clues that have been given and then the panel has opportunity to guess who it is each of them gets one guess okay and then they unmask the person so, for example, the first week, it was some ba- uh, football player I never had heard of. I feel like last night it was like Terry Bradshaw or something, another football person that I don't know anything about. But I have speculations about a few of the characters. Okay. okay? So they're known by whatever animal they are masked as. Oh, they're always animals? I think pretty much they're all animals. So there's two in particular that are in question. One of them is the lion. Okay. Do you know who I think the lion is? Who? I think it's Rumor Willis. Why do you say Rumor Willis? Well, first of all, that's what the rumor is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. But um, she, this, okay, so the lion can sing. Okay. Do we have audio of the lion singing or do we only have the the clues about the, the lion? We have the clues about the lion. Okay. The video that we watched before the show. Uh-huh. I can pull up a okay. clip of the lion singing while we listen okay. to the clues. So let's, yes, let's listen to the clues. Uh, so this is the show giving clues yes. about who is in the lion costume. Exactly. 
that's rumor Willis. Why? First of all, there was like a weird accent at the end there. And also she says her pride. That is because she's a lion. Get it? Yeah, but I'm saying, does that mean she has a family? Because like her kids and stuff? I think when she says her pride, she means the fans. Mm. Yeah, that's what she she's going to call her fans. You or know, the pride, the Lady, lion pride. Lady Gaga has a little monster. Cher has lamb or no. Mariah has lambs. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is her pride. Yeah. Do we have um, the audio of her actually singing? Here's, he, yes. here's a performance by the lion on the masked singer. Okay, so Holly, just below that performance, there is a, a video of Rumor Willis singing on Empire, the TV show. She was singing a song called Crazy Crazy for You. And I just want to do a little side-by-side comparison of her voice. So that's, I think the lion is oh, Rumor yeah. Willis. Well, there is a spoiler. Oh, don't, don't, don't. Well, don't what spoil. If it's, what if the spoiler is what you want to hear? That it is Rumor Willis? What if it was? I think it is. Okay. But I don't want confirmation until the time comes. you heard this from where? The internet, the world. Well, that's what I'm looking at. Okay, fine. Well, here's the other thing. I think that there's an InSync member in one of the costumes as well. The rabbit. And everybody thinks it's Joey Fatone. Yeah. I don't think it is. Why? I think it's Chris Kirkpatrick. So he, so Joey Fatone was interviewed by People Magazine and they were asking him, you know, people think that you're the rabbit because all of the clues for the rabbit have centered around mm, the fact that he pops up places, pop being an in sync album, uh, that he is really good at synchronized singing, right? That mm-hmm. would be in sync. Uh, right. He had another one about strings, which like what, no strings are did attached. Did they get like some kind of benefit for like maintaining their anonymity longer and longer? I'm sure that they get like, it's like on Dancing with the Stars where they get paid the longer they're. On, so if they can maintain their anonymity and continue to perform without being guessed, and so every week are they going to introduce new people? Then or nope, it's it's like the same stable of people, and they're just winnowing it down to like the last masked singer standing, and then that's when you learn who it is. I think one of them is Donny Osmond. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, word is he's the peacock. I think he's the peacock. Yeah, see. I'm telling, but you guys, it's got everything. It's got celebrities. It's got singing. It's got, you know, train wrecks. It's got every single thing that you want in a show. I'm I'm all in. All right. Well, keep uh, us up. I will. I will do that. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to talk about this Gillette ad that everybody's talking about. This super empowering uh, new Gillette ad. From a razor. Yeah. We'll talk about it after this. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433. 
and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.